0: Hallelujah. We're going to look at some steps of faith. Oh, I keep this microphone, don't I? Hallelujah. 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 You see, you'll always be filled with hope and confident expectation if you're looking for the evidence in the right place. I said you'll always be filled with hope and confident. Hope is confident expectation of a great outcome. You will always be confident of a great outcome. Oh hallelujah. You see God wants his church filled with hope right now. Amen. Not on the back foot. He wants us filled with hope right now. He says you will always be filled with hope. Confident expectation of a great outcome if you are looking for your evidence in the correct place. Oh hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you just take that home that'll do it. Bless the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know when A few weeks ago, I don't know how long ago it was, but God said to me, uh, these these times that we're living in right now, he says, what I'm coming for, what I'm looking for, in Luke 18 verse 8 says, I want to find faith. When I come, will I find faith? And I said, well, that's a good message. I think I'll preach faith. As a matter of fact, I think I'll keep on preaching faith because I want to be found where he wants me. I want to be found in faith when he comes. Amen? Amen? You can get excited today. Amen. This is an awesome message. Praise God. I've enjoyed getting this together. Hebrews eleven verse one. Why don't you turn there with me? I'm going to read out of the out of the uh, King, King New King James version with this. Hallelujah. He says, "Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's going to give. Faith is going to give what you're hoping for substance. What you're you're hoping for will materialize through faith." But what you're hoping for will come into existence because of your faith. That's why it's so important that we preach faith. That's why Jesus is looking for me. He said, because the hope that I've set before you is going to come into existence through your faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Bless the Lord. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I see the evidence of your goodness all over my life. Amen? Because I'm looking to your word. And your word is painting pictures. It's giving me imaginations of me standing in the promise. Glory to God. For by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. In other words, they had something to report. Because by faith, by faith, they experienced the promise of God. Amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things we, which we are, are seen were not made from the things which are visible. Glory to God. Then how are they made? We're going to have a little look at that today. Anyone excited with me? Hebrews, Hebrews 11 verse 6 in the Passion Translation says, And without faith living within us how do we get faith living on the inside of us without faith living in us it would be impossible to please God without faith living on the inside of us it's impossible to please him you see faith needs to be abiding in the heart it's it's a heart thing God wants us to hear the word of God with the ears of our heart. Amen? It's an abiding place, abiding in the promises of God. Someone say, I'm abiding in the promises of God. you, you know your head could say to you right now no I'm not but as you begin to meditate on that as you begin to think about that as you begin to ponder that that's going to get deep in the inside of your heart and when you begin to speak it guess what God's got something to work with because the Holy Spirit watches over your words to bring them to pass in your life oh come on glory to God But do you know the Scriptures always tell tell us in Matthew, it says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever we get in there in abundance is what we're going to be speaking. Amen? I said whatever we get in there in abundance is what we're going to be speaking out into the atmosphere so that God, the Holy Spirit, can bring to pass what we are speaking. But you see, it's of the heart and it has to get into the heart. Amen? It's not of the head. It's not something we try. It's something we live. Amen? Come on. Come on. Amen? Because the just, it's something we live because the just live by faith. Amen? Glory to God. You getting something already? I am. Whoa. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So he says he's without faith. It is impossible to please him, you know, because he says that he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Amen? Diligently seek him. Not just knock on his door when a problem turns up or I have a need, but diligently seek him as the bread of life. Amen? Who cling to him, who trust him, who lean on him, who rely on him. Amen? Begin to praise God, say, God, you are the air that I breathe. Man, if I'm going to sing a song, you're the song that I am singing. Amen? If I'm going to eat anything, it's going to be of your word. If I'm going to hear anything, I want to hear you speak. Oh, come on. Glory to God. Hallelujah, you know, I don't know about you, but I want to live a life of pleasing God. And it tells me, this scripture tells me that without faith, it's impossible to do that. Oh, hallelujah, come on. Now one would say, okay, so why? Why does it please him so much? Why does faith please him? Because it pleases our good, good father. I said it pleases our good, good father if we do well. It pleases our good, good father. If we prosper, oh, hallelujah. Church, you've got to get to like the word prosper. God likes it, amen? Prosper and be in health as our soul prospers. Glory to God. Psalm 35, you see, God takes pleasure in the prosperity of his children. He's a good father. He takes pleasure in our prosperity. And without faith, it's impossible for us to prosper in the way he designed us to prosper. Someone say I'm getting something here. Hallelujah. I'm receiving something. I'm receiving some understanding. Why does he want me to prosper? Because he's a good, good father. Why does faith please him? Because he takes pleasure in your prosperity. He takes pleasure when you do well. He's a good, good father. I could say that again. Let's just play it again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah psalm 35 david said it right through the psalms but in psalm 35 verse 27 amplified he said those let those who favor my righteous cause and have pleasure in my uprightness shout for joy someone shout for joy right now it's a good shout hey and be glad and say continually not once in a while he said say continually let the lord be magnified someone say let the lord be magnified who takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servant? Woo! Now she's talking about prosperity. I don't like that prosperity, message. That means you don't like pleasing God. Whoa! You know, I want to tell you a testimony I mentioned in a healing school on Tuesday. I felt the Holy Spirit rest on it again here this morning. And I heard a testimony of a pastor speaking to a Jew. And he said, I really would love to know, will you tell me? This is my paraphrase. This is the essence of the truth of this testimony. He said, I want you to tell me. How do you... How how is it that everything goes so well for you? How come everything goes so well? And the Jew said to him, I don't understand the question. He said, well... How, how come is it that you seem to do well and prosper all the time? He said, I still don't understand your question. And he repeated the question. And he said, well, the only answer I can give you is that I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew. You know, I, I believe that Holy Spirit so wants us to get a hold of the fact that we're Christians. That we're Christians. And you know, our answer should be the same. Listen, when someone comes up to you and says, How come you smile all the time? Well, I don't understand your question. How come you're doing so? Well, I don't actually understand your question. How come you see the good in everything? I don't understand your question. Um I'm a Christian. Come on, let's step over the log. Amen. And unashamedly take a hold of the words of God with confident expectation, believing that he is and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And begin to walk in the word of God as our present truth, not waiting for the evidence to come in the natural before we begin to believe this and live according to it. Believing that it is truth. Change your life. This message will change your life. Hallelujah. Hey. Thank you, God. Faith perceives as a fact what is not our present reality. And by my born-again birthright, I have the right to. Because I am the righteousness of God to walk in every promise. And this is the evidence. This is the evidence. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Give him glory. Why don't you give him a shout? Thank you, Jesus. Amen. For us to receive this. For us to receive this. Amen. For us to walk in it. The first thing I want to have a look at this morning is faith hears. Faith hears. Yeah, hear it again. Amen. Position your heart this morning to hear this again. And for some, you'll hear it for the very first time. Because I'm believing that spirit of wisdom and revelation is flooding this atmosphere right now. Amen. Amen. To bring understanding into our hearts of who he really is and who we truly are in him. And you are in him. If you are born again here this morning, you are in Christ. And guess what? Here's a huge big bonus. He's in you as well. Amen. Glory to God. Romans 10, 17 says, faith begins with hearing. It says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So what are we hearing? Faith begins with hearing. And if you don't hear the word of God, faith will not come. If you're not hearing the word of God, faith will not come. Amen? But we need to hear the Word of God with our heart. Hear with the ears of our heart. Amen? Faith comes by hearing anything. Faith comes. It doesn't come from hearing anything. He says, faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Not hearing anything, but faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So faith comes by hearing And hearing by the Word of God. He's saying what you need to hear is the Word of God. Turn to someone and say, what we need to hear is the Word of God. Glory to God. You're preaching well. You're preaching well this morning. We always need to approach the Word of God from a position, from the position of God, I want to hear you. Amen? We take this Bible and we go into the Word of God and we say This is God speaking to me. This is God speaking to me. When I read my Bible, God is speaking to me. Amen? We don't treat it as a book. We actually position ourselves in a place where we say, God is speaking to me. And now faith is coming. Now faith. Amen? Now faith is coming to me. Why? Because God is speaking to you. When God speaks to you, now faith is coming. Hallelujah! I said, now faith comes when God speaks to you. Amen? And you know, when he wants you to believe it, he wants you to believe it now, not before you see it. Not, not after you see it. He wants you to believe it now. He wants you to believe it before you see it. And when you hear God speak, hallelujah things shift, things change. Your perspective for your future, your perspective for your now, hallelujah, will change. And even your perspective from the past because you'll see how he's working everything for good for you. Amen. Because he's a redemptive God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Someone say, God is speaking to me now. Hallelujah. We position our hearts. And in the context of this scripture, faith cometh by hearing. Amen. What we see is, Faith comes by hearing and by hearing what God is speaking to me. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing what God is speaking to me. Glory to God. God speaks to us firstly or primarily through his word, but that is not the only way he speaks to us. I'm going to try and stick to my notes because I want to get through this today. The spirit of God speaks. It's not only the word of God, but it's the spirit of God. speaks to us but he will give us specific things that the word will not be able to articulate for us okay the word of God will give us general instructions and directions for all but there are specifics about your life that you need to hear anyone agree with me there and that will be when the spirit of God speaks to you Hallelujah. You know, you truly know when you hear God speaking, where the Spirit speaking will always come into agreement in the Word. The Word of God is the blueprint for what will come from the Spirit of God to you and give you specific instructions. And when He speaks to you, He will always follow with the blueprint of the Word of God. The Word of God is the blueprint of how the Spirit will speak and how He will move. Oh, glory to God. Amen? You see, before we see by it... The elders obtained a good report. So if you check out what he did with them, you're going to see how he moves. You're going to see his ways. Hallelujah. Amen. The Holy Spirit will take you into that place in the word of God. You say, that one's for you. That's the way I want you to move. Amen. That's where. That's the path that I'm taking you in right now. Because he leads us in paths. There's more than one path. He leads us in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. So, we could say that faith comes by hearing and hearing, uh, by hearing what God says in His Word and hearing what God says through His Spirit. Amen. Because we have to hear both. You see, it's a sword that the Spirit wields, which is powerful and effective. We need a relationship with the Word of God. Amen. It's not just a bless me word. It's not just something we come so that we can throw it at a need. Oh, give me a word so I can throw it at a need. That's not the way we function. We function out of intimacy with God by the leading and the guiding of the Holy Spirit as He illuminates the Word of God in our life and brings us the bread that we need and the air that we need. Because sometimes people find themselves in situations where they just think, I can't breathe. Hallelujah. He is the breath of life. Amen. And we have to hear both. Without hearing, we have no basis for believing God for anything. Unless we hear the word of God, we have absolutely no basis for believing God for anything that is impossible to man. Yeah? Why? Because by hearing we can gain knowledge of what God says and you will gain knowledge on how God will bring it to pass for you. So faith hears. It doesn't just pick up a verse, any verse, when a need comes into our life. Amen? Hallelujah. It's almost like I saw when I was preparing this, it's like some people just get out a deck of cards and spread the deck of cards. It might be memory verses to you and like pluck out one and let's just rest on that one. He doesn't want it on a card. He wants it built into your spirit. Amen. That the Holy Spirit will bring forth that word right at the time that you need it. Amen. And that prescription, that particular prescription will nail that thing. Amen. Hallelujah. He wants us ready. Amen. He wants us ready for everything and equal to everything through Christ who strengthens us, Philippians 4.13. He wants you ready and you are not ready and equal to anything unless the word of God has been built into your spirit. Hallelujah. Without hearing, we can make the mistake of facing a need and just picking a verse in the Bible and throwing it at the need. This is a mistake that many can make. They think they're doing well at that. But you know what? <sighs> they, you may, we may know the scriptures and just start throwing them at the need or the problem. But faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. And it's a whole different ball game when you've heard him speak. Amen. It keeps us right on the path that he has set before us. I know because I heard him speak. Why am I here today? Uh, you know, like sometimes to be really honest and vulnerable, there's been many times where I don't want to be here as much as I love you. Sometimes I might just say, you know something? I don't think I would feel like going to church today, being real vulnerable to you. But why do I turn up? Why have I turned up in this church for 25 years? Why did I come from somewhere I was really happy and go to another land where I knew no one? Because I had a call and it was bigger than my personal inadequacies. Amen? Come on. And many of you see exactly the same thing. Why am I here now? Because there's a call that's greater in me than the criticism, than the judgment, than the persecution. Amen? Hallelujah. Because when a word comes by faith, you hear him. You hear him and you know his voice. And he's too, he's too big on the inside for anything external to stop you moving forward. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. That was a little bit of a breakaway there going on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want to get a whole heap done in a short amount of time. Hang on. Oh. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You see, we can think I know the scriptures and just start throwing them, them at the need or the problem. But faith comes by hearing. We need to hear from God. How is God telling me to approach this need? Because God has more than one path to victory. Isn't that awesome? That means if you've gone traveling up the wrong path, hey, hang on a minute, there's another path. Amen? And that path's still waiting for you. Waiting for you to position yourself to hear waiting for you to position yourself to hear, because the Word of God says that the gifts of God are without repentance. Amen? He's not repentant. He's redemptive. So when you get on that path, He redeems you as if you were on the right path the whole time. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he may lead one person one way and another person another way. Not if you're married or if you're in divine relationally aligned. And we have to know which one he is leading us in. Amen. In other words, well, I can't just pluck your testimony out and use it for myself. Although there is a reproductive um, thing on testimonies. Yes, I'm not aside, but but your testimony could look very different to my testimony, and we could still end up exactly where God wants us to be. We will all arrive at God's best if we follow the way He leads us. Amen. Because one time, for example, I'll give you an example on that. You know, like if you need healing, um, uh, and know that healing is an absolute for every single one of us. God wants every one of us healed. Amen. And if you don't believe that, it's too late because He did it on the cross of Calvary. He's done it for all on the cross of Calvary. Amen. But um, so the absolute victory of healing is ours. But God will lead us in different ways to receive our healing. Like you may have success. One, He may lead you to say, "When when you say, I want you to pray the prayer of agreement," and you might receive your healing through someone praying the prayer of agreement with you. But the next time you need healing, maybe. You're not getting the result you want that way. Maybe he wants you to uh, have someone lay hands on you. Amen? And you receive your healing that way. You, you, you may need to deal with um, with healing again. And, and, and he might just want you to get into the Word of God and take up your authority. You see, there's a... There's, there's a uh, there's, you can try and do the same thing all the time, but no, no, no. That's not the way he wants you to go that time. Okay? He may want you to get someone to lay hands on you. He may want a prayer of agreement. But he needs you to have the right prescription at the right time. Have you noticed, if you went to a doctor, he wouldn't give you the same prescription for everything. Amen. And the Word of God is likened to medicine. It's medicine. So there's a different uh, way we need to apply things. In our lives, he wants us to be to to be so um, led by his spirit. He wants us to grow up and, and in a mature way, amen. So that we live a balanced life, amen. He wants us to grow in the leading and the guiding of the Holy Spirit. He wants us to grow in His Word, so that we need to, so that we know where to where and when and how to apply His truth in our life. Because he actually wants to lead us from victory to victory, not failure to failure, victory, failure, victory, failure. He wants us, the truth is he wants us to seek him in everything that we do. He wants to be our senior partner in our life. Amen? Hallelujah. Our go-to. Thank you, Father. But you see, if we're lazy in our relationship and we don't want to spend time with him, well, then we'll just want to rely on formulas, but he actually wants relationship with us. Glory to God. He wants us right, rightly united with him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And also, if you only had a formula and used it every time, you wouldn't walk by faith. Yeah? Needing to hear from God keeps our fellowship with God vital, and it keeps our fellowship with God hot. We need to hear from him. Amen. He is my, I seek him as my vital necessity. Oh, hallelujah. Someone say, I seek him as my vital necessity. Now, some of you are thinking with even that, that that's not even the truth about you. But, you know, if you say that long enough, that's exactly what you'll do. If you meditate on that long enough, if you go back to this word and meditate on, now seek him as your vital necessity. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, he is your vital necessity in any season of your life and in every season of your life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. John 16 verse 13, New King James Version again. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, we spoke about him last week, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak And he will tell you things to come. You see, faith hears. He will tell you. Amen? He'll guide you. He'll guide you through the inner witness. He'll guide you in peace. Let peace be your umpire, settling with finality every issue that comes up in your mind. Amen? Faith hears. When you're faced with a need, don't just pick up the Scriptures and throw them at it. Your first point of reference should be what is the Spirit saying to me about this need and how is he telling me to address this need? If he doesn't say anything specifically, what do you do? Do what you know to do. Do what you know to do because the all-knowing one lives on the inside of you. Amen? You just know to... Oh, I'm not hearing... But there's something there. There's a witness. There's a knowing... And, you know, when there's a knowing, you're hearing from God. Amen. When there's a peace, you're hearing from God. Huge subject we're talking about this morning, but I just really felt God was going to bring some divine alignment to our life. There's people hoping for things. There's people dreaming about things, and they're led by the evidence of what they can see. They're not led by the evidence. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You see, many times people do what they know to do without asking him, without getting that witness. That sounds contradictory, but it's actually not. I can do what I know to do or I can do what I know to do. You see, he speaks on the inside. And many people do what they know to do and they are not getting the results that God wants them to get because he says there's another path, there's another way. There's something that I want to say to you. And then they say, this doesn't work, or they just keep on doing it and get no results. If you're not getting results, something church is missing. Faith hears. Faith listens. Faith says, how do I need to approach this? Let the Spirit of God enlighten you. You know, David prayed in in Psalm 119, 107. I am sorely afflicted. Has anyone ever felt sorely afflicted? Of course you are. Hey, (laughs) renew and quicken me. Give me life, O Lord, according to your word. Quicken me according to your word. So the word needs to be quickened to us to quicken us. I said the word needs to... Be quickened to us to quicken us. Glory to God. Psalm 119 verse 107 in the Passion Translation, I am bruised and broken overwhelmingly by it all. Breathe life into me again by your living word. The word needs to be quickened to us to quicken us. Hallelujah. Amen. You need healing. The word of healing needs to be quickened to you so it will quicken your mortal body and give life to your mortal body. Not a word but the word that I have heard him speak. Amen. The truth that I have heard him speak. How do I know it's him? Because there's something on the inside of me that is bearing witness that I have just heard the truth. Hallelujah. 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 Hey. Ah, So the word needs to be quickened in us to quicken us. The measure of his word that is in you is the measure that he can use to quicken you. The greater the measure in you, the more he has to quicken. Hallelujah. I said, The greater the measure in you, the more he has to quicken, the more he has to bring life to you, the more he has. Amen? To actually bring that resurrection life on the inside of you into a step into action. Amen? Hallelujah. Meaning, the, the greater the measure in you, the more he has to quicken. Meaning, breathe life. His word is life and his word is health. We want to hear from God because our faith and spirit is quickened. Everything will come alive because you know what he said. And when you know what he said, no demon can sway you if you will stand on what he said. No demon or sway. No, I heard from God. I've heard from God. You know what? <laughs> Someone say, well, what's the experience of that? You're actually sitting here today now because you heard from God. I mean, why are you here on a Sunday morning if you haven't heard from God? If you don't want to know what it's like to hear from God. Why, why would you bother? Why would you sit here and give him your time? Amen? Hallelujah. If you, ha- you don't know what it is to hear from God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh. <sighs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Faith is always turn to the Spirit and listen and say, Holy Spirit, you are my guide. You are my teacher. You are my ever-present help in time of need. You are my counsellor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Second thing I want to look at, faith meditates. Faith meditates. Okay? We need to anchor and settle down on that word that he gives us. When you hear him speak, we need to settle down on it. We need to sit on it like a hen sits on an egg before it hatches. (laughs) We need to settle down on it. Settle down on that word that he's spoken. Meditation is a process. It's a lifestyle. Amen. You take what he says and you meditate on it. You take what he said, you meditate on it. Why? Because that which God said is impossible to you until you get it on the inside of you. That which God said is impossible to you until you get it on the inside of you until it becomes your firm foundation when it becomes your firm foundation through meditation when you build on that word stuff's going to come storms will come but the foundation is it's so deep on the inside of me I can't shift from it I can't move from it amen I, 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 i'm here for life right i'm i'm i'm, I'm a lifelong amen I'm not one of these ones that are going to get taken out with the storm. I've built that word of God in me. It's the foundation for my belief. It's the foundation of my life. I meditate it. I ponder it. I speak it. You know, confession is just, I'm just rolling it over all the time. I'm building that word in me. Amen. I'm not just blabbing it and grabbing it as some people say. I'm building the word of God on the inside of me. Amen. That it become my firm foundation for my belief system. But what I'm building, my, my my core values in my life come from the Word of God because I'm meditating them, I'm pondering them, I'm thinking about them. How long? Day and night, he told Joshua, didn't he? Joshua 180 said, I want you to meditate my word day and night. Don't part from it. Don't move to the right or to the left of it and observe it long enough until you're automatically doing it, Joshua. Observe it long enough. Build it on the inside of you until it becomes your lifestyle, until strength and courage become your lifestyle, Joshua. And you'll enter into that promised land, Joshua. Hallelujah. Come on. Woo! Yes. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know where I am now. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We ponder, we meditate because that which God has said to you is impossible until you get it on the inside of it. Meditation turns the impossible into the possible only as long as the word finds its home, church, in your heart. I'm going to finish here. I'll have to do a part two with this because I don't want to. (sighs) Jesus said in John 15 verse 7, if you abide in me, abide vitally united to me and my words remain in you and continue to live in your hearts, ask whatever you will and it shall be done for you. Everybody say, oh, I do that. I ask whatever well, it's not done for me. Now, you, you see, there's a process. When we build the word of God in our heart, we're building faith in our heart. So when we ask God, we believe that we have received What we've asked him for as our present possession is ask whatever you will. If if you abide in me and my word abides in you, you're going to ask in faith. You're going to ask believing that you've received that thing before you ever see it. And then he goes on in verse 8 to say, And this is the way the Father's glorified, that you bear much fruit. Your faith bear much, much fruit. He's glorified when you walk in what he has paid the price for you to walk in and live in. I don't think you're enjoying this as much as I am. I just know God's got a future and a hope for us, church, individually and corporately. Amen. But people say, oh, you know, look, I've tried that. I've asked whatever I will and it hasn't happened. Why hasn't it happened? Because you've got to build the word on the inside of you until your faith will perceive as a fact what isn't revealed to you. And so you'll already believe it, so you will be so confident because you know what, you're confident because he said if you ask, you'll have it and you've built that word in you. Many of you have lost confidence in the word of God because it's like a try it and see if it works and if it doesn't, it doesn't mean what it says. So I'll work out some other sort of doctrine or theology that'll be in line with my experience. Do you know, we're meant to adapt to the word of God, not adapt the word of God to our experience. (laughs) And that's why so many of the church are living far, With our church as a whole are living so, so far short of the glory of God. Why? Why? He said, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory. What is sin? Anything that is not of faith is sin. Ooh. Come on. I know this is God's word for you today maybe you don't like my stance or my volume or whatever i don't really care i have to be honest with what god's placed on the inside of me and i've got this desperation on the inside of me i feel like holy spirit will say well, will you just get this everyone wants to preach and hear about the end times well let me say he's come for faith and the word of god is the thing that's going to keep you standing It's the only thing that keeps you standing, is the Word of God. When all else is gone, you know, when everything else is disappearing, what's going to help you stand is the Word of God. I'm standing on the Word of God. I'm standing on the promises of God. And I know that it's His will that I prosper and that I be in health as my soul prospers. How is your soul going to prosper? Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you be living proof what God sees as acceptable and good and perfect in His sight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going finish there. No, I won't. You are born again because you abide in him. But the next thing he says is my word abide in you. Let's stand. Hallelujah. Come on. Why don't you give the Lord a clap offering? Hallelujah. Come on. Give him a clap offering. Oh, not loud enough. You're really not loud enough. Come on, shout to God with a voice of triumph. He's given us a word of victory. His word is life. His word is health. You know, if someone says, I don't know what I'm thanking him for, well, just shout anyway. It's worth shouting. Amen. It's worth shouting. It's worth giving him the praise. It's worth giving him the glory. Amen. Father, we thank you for the freedom that your word brings. Holy Spirit, thank you for leading us into the truth today. Come on. Thank you, Father. You know, you can't preach like it's peacetime. You can't keep on hearing messages like it's a time of peace. It's a time of war. It's a time of war. It's not a time of peace. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, Father, we just position ourselves, Father, and, and Father, we're so grateful for Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we ask you, to remind us of this word that you brought to us today. That you remind us of it, Lord. And and that as you remind us of it, that you you just strip back every lie that we've believed. That you strip back every impossible thought that we've ever had, that, that, that we would think that what you have promised us is impossible. Just like you said to Mary, you said, All things are possible in God. We are in you and you are in us and we believe it. So Father, we just thank you. Holy Spirit, we reverence you, we appreciate you and we bless you in this place in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 amen.